0: Neighbors can at times be very strange, but this neighbor takes it to another level Usually cages are meant to keep things in, but this cage seems to have a different purpose for its owner, Jeff Will it be enough to protect Jeff and Matt from what is coming, or will its secrets leave them sleepless? My neighbor sleeps in a cage, and before you say it, I know it's none of my business. A grown man can sleep in his own backyard in the cold January weather in a large custom-made cage. It's free country, I get that. Now, mind you, the cage has been there for as long as I can remember. I asked my neighbor once about it before. Jeff eyed me up and down, stroking his gray beard as if the answer depended on what I looked like that day. He finally mumbled about how some rich folks had ordered a tiger cage a long time ago and never came around to collect it before he'd changed the subject abruptly. You see, Jeff's a welder, and his backyard's full of a lot of other stuff, but nothing like that strange, shiny cage. The bars themselves are about three fingers wide and have a yellow-purplish glow to them. I can actually see it from the window of my room. In fact, <laughs> I kind of made a mini-ritual of looking at it before going to bed. I like the way the cage reflected the lights at night. Anyways, late one afternoon a few days ago, I was taking a break from my computer screen and I just stared aimlessly outside the window. A feeling that something was wrong slowly started creeping in. Jeff was lying down inside the cage, his head supported by a pillow, which wasn't unusual itself. But still, a few disturbing thoughts competed in my mind about what exactly unnerved me about that image, even though I've seen it a dozen times before. I stared at him very closely. Thankfully, his chest was still moving up and down, so at least he wasn't dead. Full disclosure, though, Jeff was a loner, and I was the only one who actually talked to the guy, as far as I knew. Sometimes I borrowed books from him. He was a pretty smart dude, and I actually enjoyed our conversations, so long as I could suppress the thought of him sleeping in a cage now and then. Something kept bugging me, though, so I strolled down the stairs to the living room where my parents were watching TV. I consider telling them, but what exactly was I going to say? Jeff's doing it again, but this time I feel something's wrong? I didn't see the point. Mom'll just tell me not to worry and Dad'll grunt and call Jeff a nut. And then they'd both give me that look. Again. That look you give your 23-year-old recently unemployed son who's still living with his parents and who's worried about some stupid shit again. So, I decided to keep it to myself and just walked past them. I slipped on my boots, grabbed my jacket, and went outside. As I peered over the fence, I noticed Jeff had moved and was sitting near the cage door with his eyes closed and legs crossed. There was some food next to him, which wasn't unusual. Sometimes he'd spend a few days out there. Now that I was closer, though, there was something else I'd failed to notice before, but I could see it clearly from this angle it was a gun. He was on the cage floor, half covered by the blanket right next to the food. One of those unsettling thoughts returned. What if he's going to kill himself? I'm ashamed to say it, but I always had a feeling that's how things were going to end for Jeff. Against all logic, though, I decided to investigate the matter for myself. Just to check on him. So, I jumped over the fence. Jeff? You okay? No answer. He didn't even flinch. Jeff! The feeling that something was terribly wrong intensified. Jeff wouldn't look at me no matter what I said. It felt like he wasn't even aware that I was there. So I extended my hand through the bars. I could just barely reach him as I touched his left knee. He jumped. Curiously enough though, he didn't even open his eyes. He shook his head and his mouth moved like he was talking, but no sound came out, which was weird. I I can't hear you i said he was right there in front of me but i couldn't hear a thing even though it was obvious he was shouting something something that almost felt like a warning then the silence came i swear it was as if someone had slowly dialed all surrounding sounds down to zero the leaves stopped rustling the sounds of cars from the street were muted it was just absolute silence I realized Jeff was repeating the same words over and over, slowly, so I could read his lips. do not don't, don't, don't look, don't look, I questioned, don't look, I whispered to myself. that's when I finally saw it, the thing my subconscious had picked up a while ago and was screaming for me to run. There were others in the backyard with us surrounding us in those thick shiny bars i saw their reflection tall men in bright orange vests carrying what looked like rifles their skin was white as porcelain and there were two pits of darkness where their eyes should be and at the same time to my terror they noticed me as well and began to aim their rifles i was paralyzed with fear in that split second i was sure that i'd die right then and there Suddenly, though, the cage door opened and Jeff pulled me inside. When he closed the door, I felt like a two-ton boulder had been lifted from my chest. I could hear him now, but the outside world was still deadly quiet. For some reason, it was also quite a bit warmer in the cage. God only knows why. Matt, that you? Jeff said while he ran his hands through my hair. Jesus, fuck, kid. What are you doing here? Never mind, it don't matter. Sit down and close your eyes. Don't look. You got it? I did as he said, and with each passing moment, the fear slowly thawed a bit. What in the hell are those things? I asked. Hunters, Jeff said. They're here for me. What? Why? Well, because I saw them years ago, and I've been running from them ever since. If you see the hunters, they'll notice you too and start hunting you. That's how it works, unfortunately. Not sure why, but I do know this cage is the only thing that can hide me, at least to some extent. It's special somehow. It confuses them. Everything was silent. I could hear Jeff's wheezing breath. I could even hear my own heartbeat. Why can't we hear anything outside? Somehow they suck in the sounds. It's the best way to put it. The only things that can make sound are the rifles. They also can't hear us, so it's okay to talk in here. But you've drawn some attention, kid. So more will start to come. Now, I need you to listen real good here. We ain't got much time. They can still shoot us if they want to. And they probably will because they know someone's in here probably hit us eventually but they can't drag us out while we're in this cage and they hate it when they don't collect their trophies can not we do anything if by some miracle one of us doesn't bleed to death after they shower us with bullets it's still game over the hunters will wait next to the cage as long as they can that is till the scorpions arrive jeff said the what did you just say the scorpions yeah they follow the hunters you don't want to be alive when the scorpions come trust me that's what the gun's for Jeff thrust the firearm into my hands and squeezed my shoulder. Look, bud, we're out of time. I tell you not to worry, but we both know that's not possible. Just remember that they're going to come for you again. Takes about half a year or so, but they'll come. When you notice things starting to get quiet, that's your warning. It means their hounds sniffed you out, but you still got time. When that happens, get your ass in the car and drive as fast as you can, or hide in a titanium cage like this one. If you hide in time, they won't notice you, and they'll leave. Now my notes, they're on my laptop, look for them. Password's Orion1999, got it? Just as he finished though, a few clicks pierced the silence. The ghastly rifles were cocked. Wait, what are you doing? I asked when I heard Jeff move. He opened the cage and as he was leaving, he said one more time, don't forget, Orion1999, and then closed the door behind him, vanishing into the silence. Suddenly there was a loud bang, followed by another and another, and then one last shot. A sharp, burnt and metallic stink stayed in the air for a few moments and stung my nostrils. I sat there, but I'm not sure for how long. I was too scared to move, too scared to look, even. Slowly the sound started to return, the birds sang, cars drove by somewhere in the distance, the wind rustled the leaves. I finally opened my eyes and stepped out of the cage. The grass under my feet was stained with blood but there wasn't a body to be seen and i realized i was alone in jeff's backyard i was alone with my neighbor's cage